Okay, if you'll turn to page 5, you'll see a Gemara and Ervin, a Mem Aleph Amad Beis. And this and the next shtickle from Aruch Yesher from Rab Chaim. The last two Marma Kemis on the Nyane Bitochen and a Sara triggering a Dereisa with the Ramban and the Derech of Chaim Veloshner in terms of Tsar Hashchina and the asking for Rachamim, which you saw last night, and the other Drochem. And there's quite a lot to say in this first part of the Gemara. So this is the relative quick version. And you'll see why it's no gaya. Tanabana, let me see, halfway down the Umud. Tanabana Gimodvarm Avirin Esa Adam Al Daitai Vaal Das Kainai. That's very serious. Virin Esa Adam Al Daitai is three things, not an exhaustive list, but they're picking obviously three big ones. And can mean it could drive somebody, like we use the expression drive somebody crazy which is in general by the way we use it all the time not a very good expression and it's almost like I'm going to kill you also not a very good expression we get very graphic both of them if you'd ask your grandmother your great grandmother your great great grandmother they would never in a million years use anything like that because everything was followed by Kanaidahara or Rahmalatslan or Mesajat. They didn't use express al tiftah pez are real things. So general yeah. Well yeah, poo poo is a <laughs> that's like, <laughs> uh depending on what part of Europe you're in. But Lamaisa Al Tiftah Pez are real a real thing. So it's a little bit odd. I think we touched upon this during the Chukasayim uh that we shouldn't pick up these expressions from the Umasailam. And this Gemara says there are three things that are so difficult that Khalila could be Marvinas Adamaldaita. That's a very dangerous situation. It's a very precarious position to be in. What's uh, well the next line is even I don't know, it's worse, it's just as bad, it's probably worse. It is worse because it's the Ruchniastic component of the physical manifestation of the mental breakdown Rahmal Islam. That too many words? Uh, <laughs> Al-Daita means he's going to go crazy but the expression we don't want to use but this Gemara that's what it means and he's going to send them Rahman Islam off the deep end Valdas Kainai and then he's if he's not stark in his Bitochon Amunah he's going to have Tainas on HaKadosh Baruch it's going to affect his Avedis Hashem and by the way it's which hopefully would never get this extreme but usually if you really drill down and you deal with the from people it's basically Basically, a from person is a maimin and uh, likes to keep mitzvahs and is normally medactive in mitzvahs. If they're ever in a rut, besides the one-off thing where they gave into their taiva, they gave into their curiosity for lashon hara, if generally in a rut, usually it has to do with something emotional that's going on in the background, and often they blame it on they find uh, the manifestation in the ruchnius or lack thereof. That's an important idea to know, even though most people would not admit it on the spot. They know it's nothing to do with it, it's all philosophical. It's not true, it's all emotional. And this Gemara says so, Ferish, the Gemara follows Mavirn al Daitai, that's his emotional state, and al Das Kaina is the next possible step if you're not careful. The Gemara is warning us about this because. You got to be aware of it and stay clear of it and try to rise above it. Um, that's where the bitachan and the tefillah is going to 
come in over here. There's a lot more to say on that, but that is true, even though uh, people claim it isn't. Elohim. So the short list here of Dekachavim, and many of the Shiram we point out how good we have it. This is one of the examples. The standard position in Gullus, even in Bavl, which was relatively tranquil compared to what they put up with under the Romans and Eretz Israel. Still, it was Gullus and the Parthians, uh, certain Kufas were not uh, a picnic. And they always had a pacha, and they always, and sometimes it got worse on an individual level, on a national level. We're talking about an individual, and there are Goyim who are harassing him or threatening him or who knows what. And it's a real threat and a real danger, and he's, you know, very on edge. And that's the first example. The second, they're picking prevalent examples that are somewhat or can become somewhat toxic. Ruach Ra. Ruach Ra is a pretty wide gamut. I'm not talking about Dibukim shady characters and the like, which can also do damage. I'm talking about Ruach Ra that, oh, we'll call it depression, call it, it has something going on inside, and no matter what's going on in the reality, it doesn't make a difference. If there's a Ruach Ra there, whether possessed or self-possessed or internalized, he thinks it's, whatever's triggering it, it's a bad matzah, because then even if things are good or could be good and we can accomplish, he's not going to. And that can lead to, again, the firm aspect or lack thereof of Aldas Kainai. So it's a pretty general category. I'll show you in taste soon just how general a category it is. And Dikduke Aeneas, that's not talking about a guy who can't go to the destination of his choice on vacation all the time. Dikduke Aeneas means every day is a grind and is the gad to his pumpernickel bread, which is probably more expensive today. Somebody's just asking me, the Shochan Aruch, it talks about white matzah. And they wanted to know, and this is a good child, we're not going to discuss this now. Maybe they want to know, does that mean you shouldn't get whole wheat, or is whole wheat today a hider? Does white bread taste better? Just very ironic. For a couple thousand years, the assumption was white bread was for the aristocracy. And they didn't figure out it wasn't healthy yet. They couldn't figure out where all the aristocracy would pale. But <laughs> that and lack of exercise and a bunch of, bunch of other things. But white bread was very expensive. You had to do more work to take out, sift out all the whole wheat. And then all of a sudden, after all those years, and we finally can afford it, and then they switched everything and they said, no, we're going to charge you a premium for whole wheat for putting this stuff back in or not taking it out or whatever they're doing there. And uh, just very, couldn't make that stuff up. So it's a better product. Some people like it better. And it certainly medically agrees with the system better. I, most shittas agree it's healthier. Does it taste better? That's the shaila. If you have something that's healthier and just expensive, more expensive, and it tastes just as good or better, is that a chisar in a hidra mitzvah masa? Last night's shir, was on, second half was on hidra mitzvah, having a taiva for the achila. So I've been eating whole wheat for so long, it's hard for me to remember whether I would like the white better. Uh, so anybody here want to weigh in? Whatever, it's a good matzah shmuz. It's, it's an important for the dinner. Amish assumes the truva that regular non-whole wheat, white, is still a hider because it tastes better. Shailiz, was that circum- that's a truva a long time ago, by definition. Was that circumstantial? 
we have uh, bred um, amateur experts here, like Tzaddik. What? Would you say, does the Elam still, people can afford both? Would they still buy white bread if it wasn't for a health concern? Does it taste better? Is that a Dover Muscom or is that just based on personal taste? The Allah depends on this. Because it was only a better prop, it cost more. Now the whole week costs more. Or as much. That's an important pace, Shaila. Just uh, for the, uh, you'll, you'll tell me afterwards what your, you make bread on the side. What? Anybody? Whoever eats white bread, white color, they'll say it tastes much better. I wonder, is that conditioning or training? Ramesha seems to assume like that. Shochanach says like that, but that was before they even offered whole wheat. Ramesha was at the beginning of years when they started offering differences. I don't know, that's what I'm saying. I, I, I meant it not facetiously. It's been so long that I haven't had white bread. I think the whole wheat tastes very good. I, 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 how much? What? Yeah, it's a specialty item. That's what I'm saying. It's not surprising. It costs more. What? Sourdough does not have to be whole wheat. But they claim it's healthy. It's a specialty item. It's not, not a kasha. Yeah, not a kasha. They're charging more. It's just ironic that it used to be just for the wealthy and powerful. What? So many gradations of. Yeah, the whole wheat matzo, by the way, is not whole wheat. Not straight whole wheat. It's like two thirds, one third blend. Even within white, there's high gluten. Okay. It does say in Shochanach, white is the hider. And that's it's not a function of health, it's a function of taste. So you're saying most people would still agree objectively that white tastes better. I don't know. Does everybody agree with that? What? That's your kids say? Whole wheat has more flavor. I don't know. Kids' palate, we're trying to create. My father tried this for years, it didn't work. He tried to, he used to bring home dry wines every week. Every week a different one. He said, This is good stuff. I never liked it. I still don't like it. I don't understand why would somebody want to drink something dry if they can drink something sweet. What happens in the good old Malaga? So you say you got to acquire a taste. Why do you have to acquire a taste? I know I'm in the minority over there. Even though plenty of people still, what? Yeah, I know. I find. So yeah, most people can handle all of them. Right, right, exactly. So most people can handle all of it. But that's the Shiloh. For a natural kid's palate, is that a Raya what tastes good? We usually say kids have to acquire a taste for something. They don't appreciate it. It's a fine taste. You have to acquire it. Is that true? Is saying all things being equal, then choose white? Or is saying tongue? Shochanara says all things equal, choose white. But, but and however, if you really prefer the other one. I'm just suggesting it, that might be open to interpretation, yeah. I assume that today's whole wheat with all the processing is the same as whole wheat they're talking about in the market. Very different times. Very different ways. It might be better. I mean, the whole wheat down was really hard in the stomach. Here they just throw back the how we come up. They don't. Don't throw back necessarily, but uh, but it's not the same. Well, it, it's actually the whole sugi of wheat and what kind of wheat we have, what kind of wheat they have. Right. It's, it's hard to figure out. Yeah, it's, it's complicated. complicated. Uh, um, I'm saying they're not matzahs are real enough to me. Shabbos they don't talk about it so much. They uh, but they're going to process that and um, yeah that would be a good nafkimi although a lot of them uh, okay so it's wheat, not there for eat the tzaddik's questioning whether we can even medame the wheat from the them. way they processed flour is different they had right. soilus which was a different kind of it was a coarser grain but a coarser flour right. and, and the really thin one they just, they, they, that was lower grade like we don't have we don't have the same, same grading system okay process.
So it's a, it's a good shayla. We almost discussed it uh, last year, but we were on different sugyas, and we almost discussed it just now, but it's not our sugya now. Remind me for next year, maybe we'll give a little more time to discuss it better. But uh, you can't go wrong with the white, because that's what it says officially on paper. The shayla is, what are they, what are they referring to? Lamaisa, we got into this, Diktuke Anius is people who couldn't afford, I was going to get pumpernickel, but pumpernickel is probably also at a premium. Uh, they couldn't afford daily bread, and it was a daily grind, and they were, they were suffering, which was a lot of the world's population, which is not the issue today. Everything's relative, and people who feel they don't have, even though what they don't have is a luxury that King James didn't, uh, didn't even dream of. But Lamaisa, Diktuke Anius is the third thing. So we have the which could mean wars or pogroms, chasashalam, or bad neighbors. Ruach Ra is a general mental state, which is debilitating, and the Duganius is the daily grind. So those are three main categories. Lamai Nafkamina. So the Gemara starts off a Tanra, it's a Tanra Bonan, keep in mind. The Gemara says, Tanra Bonan, why is this Lamai Nafkamina? What's this doing in the Gemara? So, okay, we already said, Alpi Musser, it's to tell you this is dangerous and don't lose your balance and certainly don't uh, lose your slavas for life and mitzvahs and, uh, because the next step is al das kainah, and that's dangerous. So that will be a sufficient enough reason. But the Gemara wants to give a practical aid. So what should you do about it if you're in that matzah? Lamayin afkamina. And the next three words are asugya. Liboy rachame alayu. Which means we start off with a kasha, you're trying to change a massive, change a gzera. That's not easy, but it's doable. And if, it's a, if you feel it's affecting Avodah Hashem, you should be asking for rachamim. If you don't get it, either you have to dive in longer, you don't know what the number is, like we saw by famous Sadiqim and Sadkaniyas and Tanakh, or the answer is no, this is your tachlis, and you should excel in this, or a blend thereof. So, how long does the Nisayan last? How long do you have to dive in for? Is this your special tachlis? We don't know when it's A, B, or C, or a blend of all three. It's not any of our business, really. You have a right uh, to continue davening, and that's a good idea, and it's all part of working on bitachin and increasing the tefillah for working on that uh, relationship. So, Libay Rachme Alayo is, you should know, you're not missing something, and you're not crazy. If it's one of these three matzavim, and you're finding find it difficult, daven more. That's the Gemara says in Afkaminis, which is really our sugya in three words. Then the Gemara goes on, Gimel ain Ryan Penegahenim. This Gemara became very famous, slightly misquoted, and slightly is an understatement. They have all sorts of legends going around. I remember I had a neighbor or two when they had their ninth boy, tenth boy, eighth boy. I had all sorts of legends going around. <laughs> how they go, uh, they're, they're not Ryan Penegahenim, and they go, uh, they go to God. It's somewhat similar to this, but not very similar in the examples given, just the concept <laughs> that if somebody has a very rough time with something, the kapara itself and passing the Nisayan with proper working on Bitochen and Tzvila is a ticket to Ganeiden. Ain Royan Pnei Ganeiden is a pretty strong <laughs> statement. Like, we'd like to know, how do you do that? And then you read the next line and we'd say, you know what, we don't really want to know. We want to know, but we <laughs> don't want to try it. So that's fine. We don't, don't look for Nisanis and do not look for any Tzaras and Halavai we can deal with whatever Pekka we're dealing with. But the Gemara does say it. What that has to do with the eight boys, nine boys, ten boys, I once asked the mother of one of them. She said she thinks that has something to do with the Tzar Gidul Banim, that the boys are a little bit more rough and tumble than the girls. Okay. <laughs> and you have eight or nine of them, so then if they're not destroying the house, maybe, 
I thought that was an interesting explanation, but anything's possible. Lamaisa, it's not on this list. as we had before. I guess that's an example of a where it's just constant and it uh, can be debilitating and it's a constant tsar to deal with. And Roshus, what's Roshus? So Rashi says, look at the Rashi in the side of the first Rashi, somebody who has creditors. Now, anybody owns a house, not anybody, but most people own a house have creditors. That doesn't mean that's a great prescription. You don't want to go near Gehenna, you want to go straight to Gehenna and buy a house with a mortgage. Not exactly. Uh, because if the mortgage is... <laughs> you see why this can be misquoted. That's what it says, right? Yeah, so that's why, Kamash Malan. Uh, if the mortgage is something you can handle and that goes into the budget, uh, you pay it and you're good to go. And if you're taking on something in terms of credit that you don't really have for a loan you don't really need and a bill you can't really pay, then maybe you shouldn't do it. Here we're talking about somebody Shiloh's wife is a different category than the Duke Aeneas. The Duke Aeneas is like I can't pay his bill. And Misha Yeshla Nashim, to this degree, that it's not very paying Gehenim, he must have a lot of Nashim, a lot of loans, which and he's not a bad guy if he's just doing it for frivolous activities and luxuries, he's a bad guy. Right? If you borrow money and you have no plan that's not a good idea, and uh, we call the guy a, a Russia in certain circumstances, uh, if it's premeditated, certainly. And uh, we'll assume this guy's doing it because he can't pay his bills. He's not trying to run up credit card bills. He just is very poor. So then we understand why that's very aggravating because the notion of running after him and harassing him. And remember before America, in the bad old days, when a person had creditors, it was dangerous. Now, did you come, you call your attorney, call the credit card, and say, yeah, I, the guy owes $190,000, and you want to make a deal? <laughs> no, we don't want to make a deal. But that's a new, that's a new matzav. It was never like, no, no discussion about deals, you want to make a deal. You owe me the money. I'm not even talking about borrowing from the mafia, I'm talking about just whoever you borrowed from, and people weren't interested in making deals. So, it's a serious category. Shailah why is it listed separately from the Duke Aeneas. But that's according to Rashi, Roshus. Taisa is going to give a different shot in a moment. V'yeshaimim. Actually, no, let's see the Taisa first. Remind me to go back to this last piece of the Gemara. Take a look at the first Taisa. Uh, the reason this is here is because uh, the first line of the mission is, Misha Tziu Nochem Aruach Ro. And he's out of the tchum, and he finds himself, and all of a sudden he gets out of his trance, and he wakes up, and he's out of the tchum. What does he do? As it says, he only has Dalar Amis, or he's forced out by the Goyim. So that's what the Gemara is getting into. Speaking of Ruach, Ruach, and Goyim, both of whom are very toxic for your state of mind, that's why it starts this Tan Rabbanon. That's how this is the Sugi in the middle of Erevin. So, Taisa says, Mishri Yisrael, Daital Das, Kaina, Avagav, Dika, Nami, Kshafim. Fascinating Kasha. He brings the Gemara in Sanhedrin. Kshafim is Lushin. Their machishin pamaya shamala kshafim is an istarais and achiyamisa. We spoke about it a lot here in the shir, and it's also not good for people's balance in their bitachim Hashem, These machashvin who often became galachim, which one was first? But it was all a money making operation, and they would use these tricks, either cheap parlor tricks or real kishuf, but ruachatuma to convince people that power is at the show, that they're in charge, not Hashem. It's a, it was a form of kfira, or led to kfira very quickly. So that's Loshan over here, Machishin Pamayu Shamala. Little did they know that if they had any power, it was given by Kosh Baruch Hu as Ruach Zulu Zu. So, 
the concept of having shuffle around is something that would cause people to have an imbalance in their emotional state. They'd be very afraid of these people. These people commanded huge followings because with the power of Kishif, you could just strike fear and everybody said, you better listen to me or else. And that was troubling to the masses and it would lead to Aldas Kainai because then that would give them issues with their Bitochem Namuna. So Tess is basically asking why is that not on the list? Talking about things in the ancient world certainly that threw people off in a very bad way and threw them into disarray in a mental state that they didn't want to be in and it caused them issues in their frumkite. So Kshafim did that. Today it doesn't do it because nobody knows real Kshafim. The people are doing cheap parley tricks. You shouldn't go near them anyway. So we didn't really give them the time of day. So that's what Tais is asking. Isn't that interesting? He says, Shofim did that, but Ruach Ra was also the Galach or the Machashef would say, if you don't cooperate, we're going to turn you into a frog, or we're going to make you go out of your mind. All that was part of the same. So people often got depressed by themselves, or they felt they were under some spell. And that sounds a little foreign to us, but the depression isn't, and the issues with the mind are not, and if anything, in today's society, unfortunately, it's more prevalent. So, both of those are dangerous, and dangerous for the person, and for his ruchnius. So that's what answers. Near ruach has one more kasha, which he bavarns. Yetzahara. Very fascinating. There are three things that I'm revering. You would think if we're naming the Yetzahara, the villain of uh, society from time immemorial, Chase May Bracious as Neitzadas. So it's interesting, Tais is asked the second. And Tais is asking, forget the other categories, Yetzahara is like Alkulam. So why don't we list the Yetzahara? Why does Tais want to list the Yetzahara? Tais wants to list the Yetzahara because the Yetzahara can take over a person and cause him to go feel like he's going to sugar and move him out das kind of. Is that a good kasha? Uh, before I read inside, Tess is going to answer that that's not true. The Yitzhahara has power, a lot of power, but his saturation point is where he's about to take away your Bechira, and he can never do that. You always have Bechira, and the Yitzhahara never has a stranglehold that you don't have Bechira. Think about that for a moment. That means the other examples of the Mechashvin can cast a spell and they're just dangerous people. And that could be a problem. A troubling emotional state can come upon a person like Mullah Islam. Might not be in his control. Doesn't mean it's unfair. Hashem is running the world. Goyim attacking, bothering him, that's not in his control. So they says, you want to talk about people struggling things that can mess everything up emotionally, physically, Religiously, why don't you talk about the Eitz Haris, the main culprit? So this is about to answer, no, you can get that under control. Ah, the Gemara Kedushan, which we spent a lot of time on in this year, a few years back, was the famous Gemara that if you really can't control it, and you're really out of control, and you really had your wits end, just take off a yarmulke. Remember, the Ramesha said, don't take off a yarmulke. The guy wants to go to a movie theater. So Ramesha says, so we should matter, you should go to a movie theater and do a Averis there and take off a yarmulke and do more Averis. So Ramesha, even though that went against what we thought was where the sugya was trying to point to, Ramesha said, no, that's just going to be an excuse to 
look less from and do more of Eris, and that's not going to help. But there is a Gemara that seems to say if you can't help it and it's really out of control, at least don't make a Chil Hashem, put on black clothing, go to a different place, and don't look too Jewish. So if you recall, this Machlik is Vishayinim, does that mean change your clothing, put on black, go to a different place, by the time you get there, you'll calm down, you won't do the Avera? which is easier to learn, or no, if you're really going to do it, it's out of your control, don't do a chil Hashem. Is there a tzad, it's out of your control. So this taste agrees with the first Territz. There is no such tzad. It's very difficult sometimes. It's never out of your control. Otherwise, it wouldn't be any sign. The Yitzhahara wouldn't have Rishos to do it. Therefore, the Yitzhahara, who's the biggest culprit of them all, you would think, is not listed in this Gemara. Because Ruach Ruach can take over a person, Rahman The guy could be starting up. You can have the Machashvin zapping people and making them into toads, which they really can't. But Gemara has some stories that are somewhat similar. They're dangerous people around. The Yitzhahara is also dangerous, but they can't take over. You still love Bechira. Take a look at Tyson inside. The Yitzhahara, Avagav, Damashma. Paragel Magalchin, my cut the palm, she hits him as Gabra love. Evani Yachala Kaifa looks like that. Nikamakam Adam Yachal Lizar Shalal Yavalidei Kach. You always have control. It might get to a point where now it's out of control, but that's your fault. Chachamed Barasha, your Bechiri is a step before. And therefore, you can't blame it on the Eight Sahara. That's extremely important for the Gemara here. Kashan Teres is fascinating, extremely important for our Sugya Tfila. The reason so much of our davening is about help me from the Yetzahara, because that's part of the Bechira, is you have to ask HaKosh Baruch Hu for Siyat Tashmaya, that's all over davening. And the extra parts of davening, and the things that we put in our Lakan Tzor, is all about asking Hashem for help in Ruchmias. Take a look at the next Tesis, Arashas, Pirish, Rabbi Hananel, Ol Malchus, The government, which wasn't always fair, let's put it that way, and often very caustic. Like don't get too cozy. Rashi Pirish Noisha. So Rashi learns it's the creditors. I was wondering what does in that Dikduke Aeneas is. Taisa doesn't spell it Takasha, but Taisa says it means the government, and that's different than the Stam of the civilians, they had even more power. And then you could ask, so what's the kasha, what's the chile between that and Adil Chavim in general? So that's why there's a Machalikis Rashi and Tesis. So what's the Nafkamina? The Gemara says, Take a look at one more Rashi before we see the next piece in the Gemara. The Bulimahava, Rashi says two words also a key to our sugya, the Machapri Ale. If you're Machabababa, that's part of the Kapara. Meskabra on the Nisayan, you work on your Bitochen, and you're Machabababa, that's hard to do. But if you do that, that's part of the kapara process. Now Rashi says the Iker kapara is once you're Makabababa, that itself gives you the biggest kapara. I've been asked a Shaila by many people. I don't have an exact answer because it's sort of like, sounds like a catch-22. But we have this Rashi that says not so. Rashi says, if a person Makabababa and they work in the Bitacha and they daven for Siat Shmaya to remain balanced and happy, that itself will be the biggest kapara. So the question I'm often asked is, well, if I work on my Bitachan so much and I talk, uh, become a lot calmer and I work on it, so whatever happens, I don't want really to get so bent out of shape. So I'm not so bizarre that I won't get a kapara. Does that sound. Maybe everyone did that? I've been asked that by many people. I said, are you there yet? And that's a Shailamaisa. They said, no, 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 no. I'm just asking in theory. I said, you mean you do get very bent out of shape? He said, yeah. It's a real kapara. But Rashi, 
how we understand, I'll leave that as an open question. Barashi says the kapar is the kabul bava. That means you're okay, you're calm, you have yishavadas, you're besimcha. So why is that kapar? The answer is all the work that it took to stay under control. So that takes a lot of work also. It's not less amailus. Just the result should be you're happy if it does. You won't lose out from that. That's for sure the answer. Shaila is logistics, how it works. Working in talking, continue davening, and be makabababa. Rashi says, the Gemara says, that's what works. Don't worry about having less tsar in the process. <laughs> it's in Sikasha, but the Gemara says not so. Rashi says that's shot in the Gemara. So, something to think about. Yeah. I uh, read once from Ravita Miller. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the question was if you have someone who's from, from birth, so he's raised and from family, so it's easy for him to do these things. When you have someone who's about true, right? Everything's a struggle. To work and work and work and work. So eventually, it gets to the point where it's easy. So does he lose out? And he said, just because you make it easier for yourself right. to do, right? Doesn't one hundred percent. And that's part of the answer. And Rav Desla says that in many different ways in the Kudus If you raise it and you work hard, you're sweating and you're toiling, and you got to here. So the, the objective is hopefully at a certain point, yesterday's Nisayan will not be as much, or at all, and now you have a new Nisayan. That's called growth. But, as you just pointed out, he says, it's, it's about Pashat, that you get the schar you got, I'm not going to take away schar, Hashem wants to give us more schar and the ability to grow, so there's no free lunch, and we're always looking for shortcuts. But once you put in the work, if you're Mechal of Ava, that took a lot of work. Uh, somebody asked me, we were talking about it during the three weeks in it's a similar kasha. He says that there's a Messiah that if a person is really on the Madrega and is getting tortured, Rahman Sana killed Al Kiddush Hashem, he doesn't feel a thing. So somebody said, Oh, I, if that's the case, I can do that. Well, so, no, it's only the case if you're on the Madrega. So I so said, on the Madrega, so what's the big schar? The answer is the same answer. You know what they had to do? <laughs> you know what I made list they had to have to get there? So not, that's already in the bank, so to speak. So it's the same. You have to use that mahalach in general. So, uh, so it's interesting he points that out as well. Uh, the last piece of the Gemara. Let's go another couple of minutes, even though we'll open up. I won't use Pandora's box. We'll open up a whole discussion, that's for sure. And we have a lot to think about from the first part of the Gemara. So we have the Gimel, Ein Ra'en Penegeanim, Elohen Deduk Anias, Chalim Ayin, Roshos, V'yeshaimim. There's a fourth one, a possible Yeshaimim. Av Mi Shieshla Isha Ra. Uh, how do you define Isha Ross? I always tell the uh, men who might ask me, it's not that common. I say, we certainly don't define it when you happen to have a fight within the hour. <laughs> That's never a barometer. And most of the people, Baruch Hashem, I'm talking to, they will agree an hour later, a day later, that yeah, that was a ridiculous question. So, before anybody is just drawing a thing, Isha Ross. Uh, doesn't mean uh, somebody who happens to disagree with you, especially if they might be right on occasion, or half the time, or most of the time. Ishara either means somebody who is be'etzem, uh, really, how do I put this, delicately didn't work on their midas at all, like from the time they were two. Uh, it could be an Ishara also. Uh, or somebody who's just not acting, uh, the preachers, whatever, whatever could go wrong if the scenario is everything went wrong, but they're married. So, interesting, the Mara seems to be assuming if she has Namanus in the kitchen, she's from enough that you don't have to worry about the kasharis, and the priestess is not out of control that there's an actual issue that's affecting everybody, assuming that's true, then the Mara seems to be assuming they're staying married, 
and until the next line, and then if he lives with it and deals with it, so that's an ongoing issue, but work on it, and you'll get a kapara, and you'll make baba, same thing as the other ones. We're not picking on the isha versus the isha, anything that's a daily problem, if you work on it and it's sustainable, and you live with it, and you don't let it get to you, that's called kabbalah's ma'ava, that itself is a kapara. So that's number four, but it's only yeshaymer, Mr. Gemara says, why is it only yeshaymer? What's the other one? He didn't put it on the list. Vidach, Ishara, Mitzvah Lagasha. That's why I just hedged. Because if it's really raw and it affects Ruchnias, then why are you still married? And we don't push any get very easily. That's an understatement. But sometimes, as Mitzvah Lagasha, as the Sugin Gittin says, Vidach, and the other one would answer, Zimin, because of Asamru, but it's not possible. Iname, Isle, Banim, Minav, Lamatsi, Magarishla. I just wanted to finish up this Gemara even though we had enough of the three categories and we got the idea that you need Rachamim and Tefillah and you need Rachamim and Betachan and Mekaba Me'ava. The Gemara just has a fascinating debate which is very uh, Nogea to people who are dealing with it. In America we believe everything has to come easy and everything has to remain easy if it's not just throw it out and it's disposable. That's not always the case, certainly in a matzah like this, although there are cases, mitzvah, and it's not always possible. And the Gemara points out the end of the Gemara. No, so he can't do it. They're in this, and they're in it for the long term. So now what? It's still a tzar. The answer is, and that's the same kapara as Rashi said before. Absolutely fascinating. Le'elenu, nobody uh, should be dealing with any of this. Lamaisa these things uh, do come up and the key is so somebody's set up for any scenario which you never asked for it's a function of preparing your whole life for good tefillah, focus on tefillah and bitachon amuna that naturally comes along with it uh, I think we'll send an email to confirm tomorrow so check your email I'm not sure it'll be shared tomorrow night uh, if the alien is still around they'll be around tomorrow night, right? I assume so you're not uh, flying anywhere yet so it's still a week before Pesach it doesn't, doesn't feel like that but we still have uh, um, so we will uh, make a final judgment on that tomorrow morning and you'll send out an email uh, I wish you a Chag Kasher Sameach if there is Shir tomorrow night you should still have a Chag Kasher Sameach even tonight so we won't take that back and um, Emir Tzashem look out for the emails after Yontif in case we don't see you tomorrow but please check your emails in the early afternoon